Welcome to the Jason Claus Show. I'm Jason Claus, your host, and today we're talking about, as always, good ideas for small business managers. Today, specifically, we're going to be talking about communication, uh, what we say versus what our people hear. And uh, before we get into that, though, just a little reminder, most of you are getting this podcast because you remember me as Jason, the sales guy for Insight. And what you might not know yet is that I also manage a small team. Um, the audio cast that I'm putting together here, it's, it's about trying to put together the best ideas and tactics and strategies to help a small business manager be good at his or her job. And so what you can expect from me is a uh, twice a week, or excuse me, twice a month podcast with some articles and some guests and, uh, and a website where, that we're going to build out with some resources that we can all use to, to get better at, at what we do. Like I said, we're going to be talking about a, a, a pretty good topic. Um, and I've got my, uh, as my guest, I, I, I'm having Samuel Hatton back. Samuel joined us last time when we talked about habits. And we had such a good time and, and honestly, such a good conversation in preparation for this one that you just had to come back. So welcome, Samuel. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I got a couple of articles that we're going to be reviewing together. Um, Two of them are really just about making my point, right? The first one I, is a, 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 it's a blog entitled, I'm not a liar, but Facebook sure is. I thought that was a good title. One of them is an article that I actually wrote. So I know it's, a, it's very self-promotional, but it makes the point. Um, it's, it's entitled Combat Negative Self-Talk with Instructions. And then the last one is the one that gives us some good ideas. Uh, it's from a fellow that calls himself the Leadership Freak, and his, is, uh, his blog is titled 10 Ways to Say the Right Thing Every Time. And then at the end, I've got an announcement about, the, about our progress with the survey, and, um, and then we'll close it down from there. So uh, without any further ado, we're just going to get right into the first article. Um, it was uh, published on a blog called Feichel Front Porch. It's a family blog. Um, it, written by a by a, a lady named Madison Feichel, and it was actually Heather Chapit who forwarded it on Facebook or something. Uh, oh, Heather, nice. Heather, by the way, is uh, Mike Chapit, uh, Insight's CEO. It's his wife. Um, so it's, thank you, Heather. Um, broadly speaking, this the the theme of this article is pictures lie unintentionally, and I really liked what Madison had to say because. She's basically going out there on a limb and saying that we're always putting our best foot forward on Facebook mm-hmm. in our pictures and the things that we tweet. And my wife and I are always kind of joking about things that go up there. I don't know if you do the same thing with, with April. Like you'll, right. you'll read one and it's like, like, the, like the, faux, the, the, the faux thankful post. I'm so grateful that, that I'm in Cancun enjoying this. It's, it's such a blessing. Right. And all you're really saying is I'm in Cancun. Isn't that awesome? Right, or or um, my my time this morning was so nice. Then there's the classic coffee with a book, all picturesque. Right, right. Like, man, that person had a really nice morning. Yep, yep, <laughs> absolutely. And so we all, I think we're all doing it. I right. think it's part of the reason that we're all checking our walls every every morning, and some of us even more than every morning, right? But thank you, Madison, for for writing this article. Thank you for, for putting it out there and, and, and kind of copying to it. In it, what she's got are a couple of, of photos that she's posted and sort of what the picture is mm-hmm. of that photo, the mental picture of, here's my beautiful family. And then she talks about what was happening that day. Right, right. <laughs> um, and it kind of, she sums it up in a great quote. I'll just read it. I recently told a friend, I want to hear all about your new job 
and move. I've seen the pictures on Facebook, and you just look so happy. And then her friend replies, well, it's been really hard, and the kids are miserable this, in, in the new situation, right? right? So <laughs> complete different, you know, the truth and the picture, they're not the same thing. It's not a lie, though. Mm-hmm. It's just not true. Right. Um, and that's the first part of what I want to talk about, right? We're encoding things all the time when we're communicating. Whether you're a manager or whether you're – it doesn't matter, right? When we're talking, I'm sharing something with you. Mm-hmm. And there's all these other things that are getting compiled into that before it's transmitted to the receiver, right? Right. So that's kind of the first part. The second part is the receiver. And we're, inherent, we, we, we're inherently flawed in the, way, in the filter, I think. And maybe it's just Western culture, but maybe it's a human thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know it's – for me – I know it impacts me. Right. And it's, it's this idea that they're all going to laugh at us. Mm-hmm. This, this notion that I'm this, I'm this high school kid and I'm so afraid that, that no, I'm so self-conscious, mm-hmm. right? Um, whoop, sorry about that. So, so like if, if anyone – and if anyone knows any – like a, a little thing about me that is just a little bit off, like then everyone's going to point it out, you know, like the uh, the pimple on your chin or something like that. Absolutely. Right. It, it, but it, so the article I wrote was actually about a tactic that I, I use, you know, I use self-instructions, mm-hmm. right? It's a way that, that, that I try to combat that chorus of negative voices that are telling me that they're all going to laugh at me, that are telling right. me that I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't, it, it's just a way to combat it. There, mm-hmm. it, I, I don't know if there's any way to make it go away because I think it's always there. Right. Um, and I think it actually colors everything I'm receiving from, from someone else. And so, well, before I get to that, I want to kind of kind of maybe, maybe talk about it another way, right? Maybe some people know, you know that I, that, that I do stand-up comedy as a, as a hobby or that I used to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I went to, I actually took a class to kind of learn how to do comedy. Um, and it's a, there's, a, there's a school in, in San Francisco called the San Francisco Comedy College. It's run by a guy named Curtis Matthews. I'll include all of his stuff in the, in the show notes. Um, but he teaches you how to, how to do stand-up. One of the things that he teaches you is the writing process. And so, you know, this idea that they're all going to laugh at you is, is kind of how we live most of our life. Right. The worst thing that could ever happen to a comic is what? Is that they all laugh at you. Is that they don't laugh at you? Oh, okay, right? Okay. Yeah, that they <laughs> right. So don't it's, laugh com- at you. It's, it's completely reversed, and right. I just I, I just thought that was funny. So I, I want to share the story. That it was it's how Curtis taught us to to write jokes. Right? You, mm-hmm. you you write a joke, and in your mind it just sounds hilarious, and then you tell it, and you don't get any laughs, or you're afraid to tell it because it sounded really funny to you when you wrote it, and then you're up there and you're practicing, and you. And, and then you don't tell it, right? Because right. you psych yourself out. That, 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 he called it the inner critic. And the tactic that he taught us was, right, you write your joke. You have your writer space on the stage. It's, it's usually your notebook right by the, 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 the stool. Okay. And then the microphone is someplace else, and you kind of move back and forth as you're working out your material, right? This is oh. as you're working it, not as you're I've performing it, right? So you'll see it. So if you ever have seen uh, a comic working material, he will perform the, the joke, uh-huh. and then he'll back away and look back at his notes. Right. And so I've actually seen that before. Okay. And, and what Curtis says is that at that moment, you're battling mm-hmm. your inner critic. 
It's that it's the voice going, this is a terrible joke. Don't even tell this joke. When you're looking at your notes. When you're looking at your notes, okay. <laughs> right? And the fear starting and uh-huh. you know, the whole re- for me anyway, the whole reason to do comedy is that 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 when it hits, it is such an awesome feeling. Right. It, it totally pays for every mm-hmm. every dud. Right? But but psyching yourself up to actually set, you know, get up to the microphone and tell that joke the way you wrote it, the mm-hmm. way you intended it takes some courage. And and what he says is that you have to you have to read it. You have to let the critic tell you whatever he's going to have to tell you, and then you have to say, okay, no thank you, and then you go into your performance space and you perform. And that's, you know, that sort of, and that iterative process is how every comic has created comedy from, you know, since stand-up was, was invented. That's whatever, awesome. Whatever. That's great. Anyway, but, but it's applicable here, right? That, right. that critic, right? That, it, that, that chorus of voices mm-hmm. that taints everything. So from... So with those two kind of, there's the, the, the problem with the, with the sender, right? The fact that I'm probably encoding things unintentionally into the message that are going to screw my, what I'm, my intent up anyway. Right. And knowledge of the fact that the receiver of that communication kind of has a, a, an overly critical filter that they're viewing this communication through, it creates a real challenge for between a manager and, and, and the team member that you're constantly having to, to, to think about, right? Mm-hmm. It's no wonder so many bosses and so many employees don't get along, right? Right. Or at least that's what I'm thinking as I'm, as I'm trying to work through this. They're, they're constantly thinking that every single thing that is coming out of my mouth is being picked apart. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, so the key point here in kind of summary format, if what they hear is the most important piece of the communication, right? Mm-hmm. And that is the most important piece of the communication. It, it, How they wh- hear it. What I mean is less important, right? right? Because that's, that's kind of the, the pie-in-the-sky sort of thing. What you hear, right, how you interpret it, that's mm-hmm. the reality. That's the most important piece. Right. So if that's true, and if it's also true that – that's the decks almost set against me in that you, oh and, and you know Samuel you we're on you know I'm your manager and so right, that, right. that's if you hear something from me and you're running it through that filter the decks kind of already stacked against me right that I'm going to I might hear you might misinterpret right. right exactly so as a manager how can I make sure that that what you hear and what I mean Matt made up Right, mm-hmm. that, and also my intent behind it. Right, it's a, it, and I, I know it seems like well, duh, but we've got some examples. Like we were talking this earlier this afternoon, and there were things that you thought about, things that I had said years ago right. that had no. It wasn't what I. I mean, some of it was true, but some of it was just not not at all. You know, and and so I think it's something that we're all doing and that we're always doing. And if we can concentrate a little bit on on trying to combat that, we're going to be more successful from a communication standpoint. Right. Um, do, do you want to get into to that a little bit, like as a concrete Actually, example? Actually, it kind of makes great it. sense. Why don't, you, why don't uh, you share one of the stories that we Yeah, have. so the story goes that uh, when I first came on the team, um, Jason Jason was awesome, plain and simple. He was, he was giving me a lot of good pointers and um, things I had never considered before. And, um, and I'm a, I tend to be a very grateful person and vocally express that. I always have been, always do. And, um, and Jason said, I, I, I'm fine. I know I do my job good. You don't need to keep 
keep telling me that you appreciate every single thing I say. He's like, so, so just stop. And you even pulled me aside to tell me. And, um, I thought that, um, I interpreted Jason saying that as Samuel, you're being manipulative and you're trying to put us on the same level and I can't manage you if we're on the same level. So, so stop, just stay down or (laughs) stop, stop giving me um, positive reinforcement because I don't need it. I know I'm, I know I'm doing my job pretty much. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. And, and you were only partly right. Right. You know, I mean that that I, and it was, you know, it's only, you know, it was important for me at the, in that moment to, to establish that, you know, I'm, I'm the, I'm the steward and Mm -hmm. and you're the one that I'm, that I'm supposed to be looking after. Right. Right. I manage you. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was concerned that I was not going to be able to do that because you, you kept trying to it was almost was like you're talking. like, hey, I see what you're doing, and that's a great tactic, and I, I really like that. We're peers. We're buddies, right? right? And it's impossible for me to steward your career if we're peers. Right. And so I was, I was attempting to do it, but I had no intent to try to make you feel bad. Or you even said that I made you feel like you had to cut off part of your personality. Right. So, Which, I'm, you know, if for no other reason, right. if, if, if nothing ever comes of this podcast, and mom, you're the only one that ever listens to this, understand that that's really powerful and really beneficial right. from doing this, the fact that we had that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to do another podcast next, next time um, more centered on it, specifically that and different tactics that we can use around, uh, around that. Um, right. I'd like to stay a little, maybe a little bit broader this time but it was a, it was really a, a good was really, a great example yeah it was a good conversation too it was a good conversation for us to have so yeah it was good okay so some tactics from some other people right uh, i follow a blog called uh it's it's called leadership freak um and it's written by a guy named dan rockwell i've actually i think i actually retweeted this one or or, or maybe something like that um but his blog, it was 10 ways to say the right thing every time. And the, I'm including the link here on the slide deck and it'll be in the show notes. Um, and I highly encourage you to, to, to follow the, he, he's, he, it's, it's great. You know, he's kind of throwing out great ideas there around leadership and, um, and, and business centric sort of, uh, leading your team in 300 words or less, which is cool. All of us can, can do that. Um, and That's I plan awesome. to, I, I plan to, to, to probably highlight a lot of his stuff cause I think it's pretty insightful anyway. Um, I'm not going to read you all 10 because go read it to, to, to get those. But the, the ones that jumped out at me, um, some of it is it, it's more about it's not so much the things that you say, but maybe your mindset, right? Uh, imagine you're the person that you're talking to and do it before you open your mouth, right? That's, I think you'll agree that's not something that, that – uh, th- that's something I can work on. It's something that I should put some more effort into. That, that's almost, almost like the golden rule. Yeah. Um, I like these needs next two, right? Speak to older people like they're your parents mm-hmm. and then speak to younger people like they're your brother or your sister. Um, That's good. The other thing that just, that just jumps out at me and the people that are on your team that you're responsible for, it's a business relationship, mm-hmm. but that, but that you're important. This, this brother, sister type, I'm the big brother type thing. It's important to me that you sense that I care, mm-hmm. right? And that I want to, you know, and, and uh, I try to do that. I don't, I don't 
know if I'm successful at that or not. You don't have to answer if you don't want to, but um, it's something I deliberately try to do. I don't know if it's even received or not. No, I I, I sense it, and it, yeah. it's good, and it works. So it's 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 an important thing for me personally. I don't I, I don't know how it fits into a slide deck or or, or, or a tactic. I, I think it kind of comes. I kind of end up saying this over and over again. You got to care. Right. None of this stuff works if you don't believe that it's authentic. You mm-hmm. know. Um, Seek feedback on your communication and style of effectiveness. I think I just demonstrated that. So right, um, and that's that's something that's very very difficult for us to do, especially when we're trying to build relationships at work. Mm-hmm. Because like when, when you're asking for feedback about your communication, you're pretty much um, you're pretty much asking for feedback on your half of the relationship, which is uh, business relationship, which mm-hmm. is like really really. Um, it's a, it's a difficult conversation, and it's sometimes it's difficult to navigate. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, dial back strong emotion. Um, this one jumped out at me because I know I thrive on them, and they don't always work. They don't always work to my favor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I, I'll point back to self instructions for that. That's just something that. Uh, Do you have uh, a self instruction res- for that one? Um. I think the biggest one that, that that applies to to this one is is that I know my feelings are always are always real, mm-hmm. but they're not always true, mm. and so it's something that I can repeat to myself when you know. I don't know if you ever, if it ever happens to you, but I can kind of feel my dander getting up, and you know that's where I kind of got to remind myself, you know, you know, give everyone a benefit of the doubt, always assume right. positive intent, right? Th- things you, like you, that, right? You're gonna right. like off the show. You're gonna have to like like show me where. Right, can get those, or just um, well, I could share them. I mean, I'll share some of them. Some of them are a little bit too personal, but but no, what the, I mean the ones is, that are the ones that are business specific, I'll be happy to. Right, yeah, I got them in that little satchel. You've seen my, you've seen the little holder. No, just I've got a, just a few examples because I I need those for myself. You know, it's like yeah. I, I've seen when when you first told me that you were doing some of these self instructions and like, mm-hmm. hey, just bear with me at at, at this moment. Um, I I have seen um, them very much improve in the ones you have shared with me mm-hmm. in the way that um you do interact with the team so so yeah that's cool I, um and then the last one that jumped out at me courtesy right exercise courtesy good manners matter uh, and they matter most when you feel like ignoring them you know i, I always tell mm-hmm. I, you know uh, mckinley my five-year-old please and thank you right, right? And, uh, and because honestly i don't hear it that much in the world Right. Hey, you can. It, it's a, it's a good way to try to communicate intent. I think. Um, so I got some other tactics, uh, and I'm actually gonna. I mean, I'm I'm kind of delving back into another podcast that we did when we were talking about how to commu- You know, creating a, a communication environment for for working with your boss, right? Mm-hmm. But I love this idea of don't mean and do mean, um, to 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 create the contrast, right? To try to box in exactly what it is that I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at. Um, and I, I don't, I, I'm kind of struggling for an example right now, but, um, I have been trying to use it in, in, in discussions, uh, with just about or everybody like, I have. Um, I, I really, I really hate the way the, the building looks outside. I don't mean that we need to go ahead and invest all this money to repaint it. Um, I do mean that we should think about maybe how it looks mm-hmm. and clean it up a little bit. And right. So kind of like. Yeah, that's yeah. Just or like you know maybe you know that the other example that you gave when we were talking about the the email that I sent you saying hey let's I you know can you take care can I need I need you to help me with this uh, with right this referral 
you know, with, with these referrals. Real quick, right? er, yeah. So, so Jason had had sent me an email, and he's like, Samuel, do you have any ideas of um, of a way that we can show them appreciation through a gift or something? And I I forward where I replied some ideas, and then you replied back. Um, I just want you to take care of it and, and come back and, and put some thought into this and get back to me. Right. Which, Something which like I interpreted as, um, those ideas that you came up with are no good. I want you to come up with better ones. Right. Which was definitely not what, exactly. what you had. Meant. Not at all. What I, right? right. And so but I believe that was what, what you had meant all the way until we had that conversation earlier today. Yeah. So again, another great reason for the podcast. If for no other reason <laughs> than just Samuel and I can get a better understanding for one another, this podcast is a good idea. All right. But but right. So the first problem with with that specific mm-hmm. one, I think, was that it was an email conversation. And the second right. that we got confused, or you know, we probably should have gotten on the phone together. Right. I um, maybe at some point we should oh, talk about. But we forgot to say what you had intended. You had intended for it to be on my plate. Yeah, I just right. I had so many other things that I mm-hmm. wanted to do, and I was so tired of of kind of the same stuff we've been given. Right. partners and, and customers when they refer business to us. I wanted to try something different, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, I couldn't shift out of what I was doing now. I, right. Right. Um, but I think do mean and don't mean would have, you know, I, I here's what I think. Sam. What, what I mean is, is that I'm just, what, what I just said, right. I'm right. just, I just don't, I can't get to this. Right? Right. I need you to take it, run with it and do what you do, which is come up with creative, interesting ways to, you know, to brand insight and to, and to create good experiences for people. Right. Um, what I don't mean is I, I'm I, I'm not saying that I want to brainstorm right now, right? Which is another thing that we do, right? And kind of knowing, right. right? And I was looking for a brainstorm via email, which is also a bad idea. It should have been over the phone. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Maybe that should be up here. Is that you know, it's really hard to to communicate for a lot of people. There's probably people listening to this. Well, I don't know. My mom's the only person listening to this podcast. But let's just assume there's some people that I want to be listening to this podcast, listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. They might not be communicators, right? They might be more asynchronous email type right. communicators. And I think there's a way to apply this. I don't know how it is exactly. When I'm, you know, if you've got ideas, please send me an email or, or, or you know, send something to the, to the website or, or, um, because that's important too. I, I, I actually listened to another podcast on Ruby on Rails and the host of that podcast, he can't speak highly enough of, of what he calls asynchronous communication. You know, sending you know, the, and and his idea is that that if you if you just take the time to craft the email properly, that pe- that's more respectful of people's time. And he's right from his perspective. From mine, it looks I, I look at that and I'm like, I just want to get on the horn and and talk it through. Right, that's the most efficient way to do it. Um, and there's always a time and place for either. I yeah. I truly believe that yeah. there's always a time place. So, for I mean, there's probably entire you know in, entire series that we can do on this, and probably should um, with our audience's help. I'm 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 envisioning a ten week series on phone or email, <laughs> uh, bonus episode or text, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Or Facebook. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Samuel? <laughs> Which that's a nice segue, I guess. Well, um, what I don't mean is that we should actually do it. <laughs> what I do mean is that we should actually do it. I don't have a strong opinion, right? A strong opinion. That's a that's a code that um, I think I may have actually written about it before, maybe on the Insight blog. I, I don't know, but um, you know, the idea. You're that, the only person I've ever heard say that. By the way, what strong opinion? 
I have a strong opinion about this or I don't have a strong opinion. So I'm, I'm just saying it's really helpful. It, it's um, it, it's more of a, like a, a new concept for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I've never. And I don't, it's not my idea. I just right. can't remember where I picked it up. Maybe I should do some research and try to figure, try to remember yeah. where I got it. But you know, the idea with I have a strong opinion, mm-hmm. it means that we're shifting from debating and talking, you know, if we're, if, unless, unless I say I have a strong opinion about something, then the decision hasn't really been made yet, right? Whatever it is that we're working through, in my mind. Once I say I have a strong opinion, that means we've kind of moved from let's collaborate and try to figure out the right direction to go to I've, I've decided what we need to do, and I just need you to be on board and trust me, and I'm giving instructions now. Right. Right. And another thing that came out of our conversation was that while you kind of, you know, you, I think you kind of got that, we, we, uh, there's actually some gaps that we can talk through. And that's, all, that's what I want to talk about on the next podcast. I want to I really kind of dig good. into that because cool. I think that would be a great episode um, uh, for everyone. And then finally, quest, there's some questions here that, you know, I, I can't tell you how much mileage I get out of what do you mean by that, right? You tell me something or a or a prospect tells me something. I think it's better for me. It's easier in the in the sales sense. A, 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 a prospect will say, "Yeah, we had this email problem. It was all wonky," and I'll go, "Well, I'm really, you know, can you help me understand what that what does that mean exactly? Was it down? Was it uh, was it was it just intermittent sort of problems? What what does wonky mean?" Right? And I know that's an extreme example, but it's that kind of thing, right? Could wonky could mean a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um, now this one, I know that we do, I use, I use with us all the time, right? It's, it's, you know, what, just what else? It's your flagship question. What else? Right. right. And it, and, and the other thing is, I think that by now you believe it's, I expect something, right? It might be that, no, we're done, Jason. That's, that's everything. We're done now, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm, but I'm expecting you to tie off with me so that I can, um, move forward. And then the last two, I don't have I don't have a slide for him, but um, there's a fellow out there named Gary Pika that has has really been a good mentor to me. Um, he, he he focuses solely on on companies in our business, and he's the one that introduced me to this concept of what happens next and what happens after what happens next. Now it's he it, he introduced it to me in a selling context, right? To to mm-hmm. to, to try to understand what the reality of the, the of the conversation is, but what, what I was I was listening to him. Um, I think it was yesterday, actually. Right, yesterday. Where there was where one of the other people on the on the webinar said, mm-hmm. "I use this with my wife and kids, and it has completely changed the dynamic." Right? right, and it's this idea that that you know I can you know Samuel might come to me with an idea, and. Um, Okay, let's do it. What, or assuming that right. I'm assumptive about, okay, we're going to be moving forward on this. It's a great idea. What happens in your mind? What What's the next thing, right? What are you expecting from so, me? So now what you're asking is not just for the idea, but for the implementation strategy or for the first step. And um, if I haven't articulated the idea all the way, then I don't have that ready. And now I see the um, the, the, the idea that I had might not have been formally or all the way there but if it is now you have more information to be able to make a decision on if it's a good idea or not or what, what we do with it right even. or even just understanding what you what your interpretation is of what we talked about mm-hmm. is all right so based on i feel like we're on board here i think i feel like we're you know here's what i heard i think we're ready to move i think we're ready to get get into this right yeah right. yeah okay based on that what what do you see as us doing what, what should we do next 
Now, I stop there. My, what yeah. I'm going to start doing right. is saying, okay, after, all right, let's assume that goes exactly the way you want. And what is that? All right, then what happens? Right? To clearly get right. where you're at so that I can, I can align, you know, so that I know, right? This makes it so that you don't interpret my idea differently. So, so now you have a full picture of the idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's what it. you mean. Yeah, man. that makes perfect sense to me, and we get it. Or, you know, I was thinking something different. Because when we don't do that, what tends to happen? You say, make it so, just like Captain Picard, and then, and then all of a sudden, the ship blows up. <laughs> yeah. I keep thinking about the, in relation to this, what, what jumped in my mind was that project that we did for the technical account managers with the brochure. Right? We had a, right. with the, 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 um, John Grover, who leads that team, he, he came to us and said, listen, we're, we're, we're launching this new program. It's called Hardware as a Service. It's kind of a new idea. We'd like to have some sort of marketing slick. I, I don't remember what he called it, but we need a job tool to be able to, to, to share this new concept with clients. Right. And, um, and we heard one thing and kind of went off and did our work. And when we came back, we had kind of missed the mark on it. Right. You know, and um, the eye opener was, we, you know, there, were, there was a whole bunch of, okay, assuming we get the, right, we need to get the messaging right, and then we need mm-hmm. to package it in something. What hap- what, what's after that? What happens after that? Right. And, and what we should have been looking for, well, at some point you need to get feedback from the rest of the team. That was right. the part we missed, right? And I know everyone listening has got to be like, well, duh. Well, well, duh. I, you know, right. No one's ever going to accuse us of being if the sharpest a, tools in the shed. If, it, if it's a job aid. Um, who is going to be using that job aid? <laughs> right. Um, what do you mean and what else uh, would have been really good questions to ask during that time too. Um, but I think the what happens after what happens next probably would have nailed the, well, of course, you're going to have to get feedback. And then that, do the design. <laughs> right. That's when we would have gotten Casey to look at it and say, listen, this is just too salesy. <laughs> it needs less dressing. You know? <laughs> Anyway, right. Casey was right. That's you know he was the he was the end mm-hmm. customer and he was right. And uh, anyway, live and learn. Right. The next one. The next one is going to be right. In fact, we're applying that now. Right. Right. Did we do that? We learned. We learned and moved on. And now, yeah. on with on with the next. Right on. So that's kind of all we have for for you know what we say versus what they hear. Um, and. I hope there's some ideas in there that that, uh, that our listeners can find helpful. I know that just doing this is, has given me some ideas. Um, I wanted to in our last podcast we uh, we talked about the survey. We've been we've had it going for a few weeks now, um, and we've gotten some really good res- um, response. I want to say thank you um, to to everyone that's taken the time to uh, complete the survey. I think it's been really helpful. I think this is actually um, this topic. It comes, you know, it, it we fast tracked it because of that. Um, so you can see the, the, um, the slide deck and the video, it's up. It'll be up there. Um, but I'll just t- tell you what the topics are shaking out. Um, the number one thing you guys want to talk about is communicating, followed by listening and decision-making, leading, developing talent, team building, and then it kind of goes down from there. So, so we're going to concentrate on the top five mm-hmm. um, to begin with, communicating, listening and decision-making, leading, and develop, uh, developing talent, and team building. Which I think is is the topics that we're most interested in anyway. Yeah. Um, did you also notice that this goes from soft skills to technical skills? I didn't notice that. Interesting. Really interesting, huh? Well, we're gonna. It's the. It, that's fortunate because that's the stuff. Like you said, that's the stuff <laughs> that's we kind of like love. to talk about. So, 
um, we'll be building more and more um, uh, content about those things. Um, and the next one definitely is going to be about um, how we've implemented strong opinion. And um, I want to tell the story. You know, lots of cool things happen today. I'm just going to – we'll tell that story when the time comes. Um, well, Samuel, thank you for being on the show. I got, to, I got your bio, bio up here right now. He, uh, Sam, if you didn't already know this, Samuel runs the, the marketing um, operations here at Insight, um, and he does a fantastic job. Uh, you can connect with him you want to, if you want to on LinkedIn, uh, Samuel Hatton. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, not at Pally Sam anymore. Samuel P. Hatton. Samuel P. Hatton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam has decided he's growing up. Right. That's what he said. <laughs> what does that mean, Samuel? I, I, my Twitter name used to be Pally Sam, and it's like a little code that I know what it means. And mm-hmm. Everyone else thinks that, oh, I'm a pal, and it doesn't really mean that. Um, it's just a RPG gaming term. So anyway, that's um, I am now Samuel P. Hatton, using my middle name on Twitter. There you go. Right on. Well, Samuel, uh, thank you for being on, my friend. I appreciate you joining me. You, Thank you maybe for having you me. Join me for the next one, maybe. Yeah, as many as as many as I can. I really, I really like being a part of the conversation. Well, so. As long as you show up, we'll <laughs> figure something out. Um, some other, uh, some some close, some clothing thoughts for the uh, for the for the show. Um, that survey's still open, and uh, it'd be gr- I'd be grateful if you could go to jasonclaws.com forward slash survey and, and take it. While you're there, you can consider signing up for the email. We'll be sending out. We're going to start sending out the emails every time we post a new episode. Um, and if you feel like it, head on over to iTunes and rate the show. Um, that would be really, really cool. Uh, and then next time we're going to be talking about uh, creating communication ground rules. Um, I'll also be probably making some announcements about some additions to the site. I've been working kind of through some um, some other resources other than just the podcast um, to uh, to be sharing up there for uh, for the for the community. Um, And that is the end of the show. So uh, until next time, I'm Jason Claus with Samuel Hatton. See you later.